This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Two drivers were killed in a head-on crash on Highway 87 in Newton County. According to the Department of Public Safety, 33-year-old Joey McKeelan of Newton died at Jasper Memorial Hospital and Terry Williams of Hemp Hill died at the scene. The crash happened on Highway 87 north of Burkeville on Friday night. Troopers say McLeland was traveling southbound on Highway 87 and crossed over into the northbound lane and hit the Ford pickup truck. A third person, 40-year-old David Tilly was of Hempill, was injured in the crash. Tilly was a passenger in the Ford truck. Paramedics flew him to Kingwood Medical Center. A story, of course, coming from to us to our media partner, KJS Radio. Developing this morning, an accused robber who was shot by a store clerk at a Beaumont convenience store is still recovering. This is a photo of the suspect, 62-year-old William Coleman. Police say the store clerk shot Coleman after he threatened and attacked her with a knife. Friday night, police responded to Everest Food Mart in the 2800 block of East X Freeway around 11.30 p.m. after a store clerk reported a robbery in progress. As officers ran route, the store clerk told dispatch that he had shot the robber after the attacker, he attacked her with a knife. When police arrived, they found Coleman shot. Paramedics transported him to the hospital with serious injuries. The store clerk suffered several minor injuries during the attack. It really is truly a personal decision on whether you decide to comply and do what they ask you to do or if you find yourself in a situation where you're being physically attacked and you feel that the only option you have to protect yourself is to defend yourself. And, and in this case, that's what happened. Coleman is charged with aggravated robbery and has a $250,000 bond. Beaumont police searching for a gunman who fired more than 20 rounds hitting a police car and other vehicles and entering a child's bedroom. Two officers were in front of Plymouth Village Apartments on Helbig Friday morning responding to a call for service. Police and residents first thought the gunshots were fireworks. More than 20 rounds coming from two separate weapons from a wooded area across the railroad tracks. A patrol unit, numerous other vehicles and buildings were hit and one round entered a child's bedroom. And thankfully, no one was hurt. You can call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS if you have any information. A community leader who served the nation and then spent decades fighting for the rights of veterans was laid to rest on Saturday. Funeral services for Kerwin Stone were held Saturday afternoon at First United Methodist Church in Beaumont with burial at Forest Lawn and full military honors. Patriot Guard riders led the procession to the ceremony. He served in the Air Force and retired as a captain with an honorable discharge in 1975. Stone was a longtime attorney and former Beaumont school board member. He served as president of the Beaumont chapter of Vietnam Veterans of America, led the state organization and was a board member of the national organization. As a leader at every level, he received many awards, including the Vietnam Veterans of America Accommodation Medal. Kerwin Stone was 74 years old. A back-to-school event that offered art and science activities took place at the Beaumont Library. It's first STEAM camp that focused on science, technology, engineering, art, and math. That took place at the event center in downtown Beaumont. The event was designed to allow children to partake in activities that allowed them to be creative as well as learn about the important role of science and technology in society. Organizers say the event was an opportunity for children to question, explore, and understand their world. Well, speaking of returning to school, now may be the time to start shopping for additional school supplies and clothing. Robin Ojuin with our sister station in San Antonio has back to school shopping tips for you.
Backpacks and glue sticks and crayons and pencils, loose leaf and paper with markers for stencils. Better clip those coupons, it's that time of year. School supply shopping is finally here. Right now is the time to shop. Queen of couponing and savings expert Brenda Ons says shopping for school supplies doesn't have to break the bank. In fact, you can find the biggest savings before the school year starts. Here's the first way. Call the store, uh, talk to the stalker, and ask them what do they have on sale today, or talk to a manager. So say you're not sure you'll find the deals you'll want in the store. Well, we have the perfect solution for that. Brenda says it's a good idea to check online before you head to the store. Sometimes the sales are posted there before or after the sales are actually in the store. Before you fill up your cart, Here's a second way to save. Check online because um, typically the sale goes on for an additional week to two weeks. Well, I went in there, I grabbed what I needed, I showed them a picture of their online sales and I was able to grab that. A third way to find those savings, some schools have donation drives for supplies, but local organizations have their own giveaways where you can get some supplies for free. Gabriella Cadena with nonprofit Southside First is gearing up to host a huge school supply giveaway next month. So we need to give the kids the supplies they need. And with inflation being so high, we want to make it that much easier for them to reach their goals. And easier for you to make your back to school shopping trip a little less stressful. Before you know it, you really are saving and I mean saving big. And before you know it, school will be here soon enough. So some good tips for you to get ready for that. Well, finally this morning, a Missouri man's strange hobby could help him break a world record. James Bacon started collecting clovers during the pandemic. While walking on various trails, he kept finding the plants. A nine-leaf one, 11 with seven leaves, and 402 five-leaf clovers. Well, that's nothing compared to his collection of four-leaf clovers. That totals 3,483 but it's his six-leaf clover collection that he's hoping will set a record. Right now, the record is 27, but Bacon has gotten 43 verified by botanist. Guinness still needs to verify the collection before it's official. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast for Monday, July the 25th, 2022. Saw some widely scattered showers Friday, Saturday, and even to a certain extent on Sunday. And that pattern really, I think, is going to hold pretty true throughout much of this week. We'll be looking for a few days with isolated showers and then a couple days where this shower and thunderstorm activity may be a bit more scattered across the area. We'll start with Monday where temperatures will be right back up into the middle and upper 90s closer to the mid-90s in the coast, and we'll be looking for the upper 90s up into the lakes area. Looking for a 20% coverage of showers in the lakes today and a 30% coverage in the triangle. Moisture is diminished just a little bit from what it's been over the last couple of days. However, there is a surge of moisture expected on Tuesday, so we'll increase our rain chances just a bit. Looking for a 50% coverage of showers and thunderstorms for your Tuesday. That'll hold temperatures down just a little bit from where they were today. Now, as we kind of work through the rest of the week, we'll see 30% coverages for Wednesday and Thursday as high pressure kind of settles in overhead. And then we'll see a little bit more of an easterly flow in the upper levels of the atmosphere as we head towards the end of the week. And that's going to bring us some showers and thunderstorms. Friday and Saturday, a 50% coverage expected both days. And again, temperatures staying in the lower to middle 90s. So really, a very typical late July pattern where the easterly flow comes in in the upper levels of the atmosphere, keeps the moisture in place, and keeps the possibility of showers and thunderstorms in the forecast. 
for each day. Turning our attention to the tropics on this Monday morning, Gulf of Mexico remains very quiet and expected to stay that way throughout much of the week. And we continue to watch a big plume of Saharan dust coming off the west coast of Africa and across the Atlantic Basin. And that's really precluded anything from developing there as well. So over the next five to seven days, maybe even out to 10 days, we're not looking for any kind of activity to develop in the Atlantic Basin, which means the Gulf of Mexico, the Caribbean, or even the Atlantic Ocean. So some good news there. If you are headed to the beach today, running out of time, the school will be starting here in a couple of weeks. Moderate risk of rip currents today. UV index 10, water temperature at 89. A high tide coming up at 518 this morning and a low tide at 758 this evening. If you're an allergy sufferer, watch out for the weed pollen. It's climbed back up to the high levels again on this Monday morning. Recapping your forecast for today, we're going to go with a 30% coverage of showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms, high temperatures topping out into the middle to upper 90s. Don't forget you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great Monday. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.